Okay, now yeah. I see it. It's gone. Super smooth. Hey there, welcome. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> I forgot what we're called. <laughs> hey there, you fuckers. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. I'm Dustin. And I'm Corey. And we are the Couch Play Cousins because, get this, we are cousins and we play games together, don't we? Oh yeah. So today's topic, we're going to be talking about game of the year and Ooh. game of the decade. Yeah, maybe if we fit if, it if, if we have the time. Yeah. Um, but first, you know what? Happy New Year. Ooh. Corey, you got, uh, you got any resolutions this year? Resolutions? <laughs> Corey, you got any resolutions this year? I'd like to make more money i know a very selfish goal but wow i'm a selfish person yeah i'll say <laughs> um i actually this uh a little bit ago before we started this recording i accidentally ate a moldy piece of cheese so my new year's resolution is to not die <laughs> so we'll see how that goes this might be our first and only okay so yeah i guess we play a lot of games but i don't think we play i mean we don't play every game so I guess we should say that going forward is like we're not going to, you know, be able to account for it. Like there's, you know, anytime you do like a, you know, game of the year kind of thing, there's always a bunch of like cryberries out there. Like, eh, you know, you forgot about like Fire Emblem. It's like, you know what? Well, we don't fucking play every game. What I think he's trying to say is we have lives. We have, well, you know. <laughs> Small we tr- ones. We try. <laughs> Insignificant <laughs> ones, but we have them. Yes. Um, but that being said, I think we play a, a fair amount of games. Um you know, so let's start with you if you're okay with that. Right, you yeah. wanna, or do you want me to start? It's up to you, man. I'll go off. Okay. So st- tell me, before you tell me a game of year, let's start with runner-ups. All right. All, all right. right. So got- what's, what's, what's like a game that like did it for you, but it didn't quite get the climax? All right. I, I, got, I got a little eclectic bunch here. I'll start with one of the good ones, Resident Evil 2. Oh. Yeah. I thought it was a, a very faithful uh, adaption of the original. So, and this is one. Of, just to be clear, yes. this is one of your runner ups. Runner ups. Yes, okay. I know it's a strong runner up. Yeah, but uh, I thought it was. A, you know, like I said, a very faithful recreation of the original. Graphics were great. They kept with you know the same system almost. Uh, hmm. You know, um, I How, thought, when was the last time you actually played the original? I'm curious. Oh, that would have been years ago. Uh, probably at least early college years. I'm thinking that had to be at least almost eight years ago. Maybe. Wow, you're just you're just being transparent. You're just letting everyone know how old as oh, fuck I, you are. I, right I know. Now. Yeah, trust me. I'm basically dead. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Resident Evil Two. I thought you know they they stayed faithful, which was the most important thing. Uh, these remakes that keep pumping out, you know, they get our you know nostalgia beans flaring up here uh, mm. in this last year. Um, they keep pumping them out, but I think this was a good one. One of the one of the good recreations. Uh, uh, they stayed just faithful enough. Um, small tweaks here, a little bit of creativeness, but I, I think it was a good one. Um, next one I thought was... Uh, Metro- and this is still runner-up. Yes, still, still runner-up. Runner yeah, up. absolutely. Corey's breaking the fucking rules, so... You know. I know. So uh, <laughs> we got uh, we got, uh, I, I got Metro Exodus here. For all you guys who played the original, I think uh, the, the original was... Hands down, one of the more attractive first-person shooters that came out of a genre. And then Metro Exodus, they really cranked it up. They, you know, with the whole um, Xbox One X and some of its capabilities, whatever you feel about, you know, the whole Gamer Pass situation. But I Wait, think... Wait, was that, was that a... 
Was that an Xbox only game or no? Was no, you, you you could have got, got on PC too. Oh, okay. But uh, I felt What'd like. Did you play? Did you play it on Xbox? I actually played it on the PC. Oh, he's one of those. I know, Master Race, right? Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I thought that was uh, you know, it felt right in line with the original uh, graphically. Um, they went with the same concepts that you know, of course, post-apocalyptic Russian sense of things. Uh, I thought that was good, and. Uh, I think my final one for runner-ups is, and I'm going to go indie here a little bit, Remnant from the Ashes. Oh, wow. What okay, a, cool. Yeah, what a treat of a game. Of course, uh, they, they offered it on uh, PS4, but I played it on uh, PC again. Yeah, uh, douchebag. But, uh, oh, man, I, <laughs> I, I cannot tell you. Um, what a uh, interesting Soulsborne-esque but f- third-person shooting game that really just treated you with this experience where you got to go through the game and re-roll the campaign, which was what an interesting concept. You mm. didn't get a certain boss this one playthrough in this campaign. Let's try it again. Mm. Each one of those bosses gave a different weapon. Um, you know, the concept was very Cthulhu-esque, I'd say. You know, uh, things coming in from a different dimensions, very trippy. But it really rewarded you for playing the game over and over and over again. Um, so yeah, Remnant from the Ashes, a real good treat if you guys like replayability. Is that recent? I feel like I just heard heard of that game. Well, that wasn't from 2019, was it? That was older. No, no, that's newer. That's, that's 2019? Yeah, oh, I think wow. that was uh, April, I think. I April. guess that would make sense because we're uh, talking about game of the year, so. <laughs> the whiskey is settling in. Um, yeah, and that's cool. I've actually heard a lot of, I actually... I haven't played either of the last two games that you talked about. Mm. Selfishly, took three runner ups. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I didn't play Mexico. Oh my gosh. I haven't played. You're just going to have to say the name for me. I'm going to say Metro Exodus. I haven't played 100? that one, but I've heard really good things and I've heard really good things about the original. I've just never gotten around to playing it. Um, and the Remnant game, that's something that was getting a lot of accolades right, uh, lately. But um, it's another one I haven't played a lot but uh, or played at all, but I've heard really good things. So I can't, uh, can't really agree or disagree with you on any of those. That sounds really good. But the one thing I'll agree with if, uh, if we're doing runner-ups here still. All right, yeah. Um, my runner-up, I only have one. Well, I mean, I, you know what? No, you did two, so I'm going to do two. Oh, all right. I see well, no, you did three, but I'm going to do two because <laughs> I'm still better than you. But I'm, I'm just following the, the vibe here. Okay, so the first one is, in fact, I'm going to agree with you here, Resident Evil 2 Remake. Mm, I right. think they did such a fantastic job on that game. Like, I don't... They somehow made it, like, new, but at the same time, it still feels exactly how I remember That's it. That's how I felt it, right? It was so cool. And, and Mr. X, I actually forgot how fucking like scary that dude was like and i don't i don't think that this was in the original but that motherfucker you can't even save your game safely yeah like honestly like when it comes to those like survivor horror games i'm all about like i get to a save point i'm such a pussy that like (laughs) i'll stay in there for like two minutes and i'll think about what else do i want to do next you know what that really reminded me of uh resident evil biohazard the old uncle the old uncle i played the vr version but the same concept he was almost free roam moving around vr he's uppity moving around the entire map you know no, no feelings of being safe 
everywhere you go, you might step out, you yeah. know, catch a rake to the face. So I, it was a very reminiscent feeling about that. Yeah, catching um, rakes to faces, I get it. What about a game, a game changer that was, too? When he came out, it completely changed the entire feeling of the game leading up to that, which most games oh, yeah. don't pull that on you. Most oh, games no. don't want to risk that. No, I was, like, legitimately scared. I actually remember thinking, like, they're going to turn so many people off this game. Mm-hmm like doing that but no like that like everyone loved that and i was really surprised by that but i thought and even me like the pussy that i am when i was in that <laughs> like the little save room and like my ink's like should i save that and then he just like fucking comes through the wall i was like mother my progress yeah honestly <laughs> like i i quit like once i ran into him i quit playing that game for a week i was like fucking terrified that's how much of a pussy i am in that game. but then I, I fought through it i'm so glad i did that game is is so good and it it's and yet it it still has a lot of that um, you know, a lot of all those nostalgic points that mm-hmm. it hits. And it's just, and you know what? Like, I, I can't say that it's like the best controlling game in the world, but but it, controls, controls. it controls fine enough. Like yeah. it, it controls like a Resident Evil game. And I yeah. appreciate that. That like RE4 kind of style. And, the the, and, and the so tank on. controls, you know, yeah. you kind of coast around corners yeah. and stuff. But yeah. it like surprisingly, like given how good the uh the visuals and everything are, like surprisingly, I, I ran into no hiccups. I actually <laughs> Contradicting myself, I actually played that on PC. Oh, uh, yeah, you bastard. Yeah, I had the <laughs> settings on high. Ooh. Yeah. Um, but oh no, I was it was awesome. Um, so and I'm really looking forward to what Resident Evil Three. Mm-hmm. Now that they announced that mm-hmm. Nemesis. I don't know. We'll see if I can even get through that one, but I'm pretty excited. A lot of people loved Res Two. And I'll I'll be honest. Res Three was probably my favorite Resident Evil. There, Nemesis. Yeah. just something about that. Oh, I know. think that's like a bit of a cult classic. Actually. Yeah, I think really. Resident Evil Three. Um, I you know it's kind of like uh, like Final Fantasy games, right? Like like right. Uh, like there's people that love six and there's people that love seven. That's kind of like what these Resident Evils are. Though, and the people who love like, seven are the right ones, by the way. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> We're those millennials. Um, but. Yeah, so so Resident Evil 2, like I find I feel it's the same way. Like either people love Resident Evil 2 the most or they love Resident Evil 3 the most. And I am I you know what? I actually don't know. Like cuz I th- I think I think I'm more of a Resident Evil 2 because that ah. one is the one that really sold me on that genre. Mm. But Resident Evil 3 was also a phenomenal game, so I'm definitely not going to shit on it or tell you you're wrong, even though you might be. It's but, just um, the, the whole stars concept and you know, it hunting yeah. them down was just such so neat. But, but stars. I mean, stars, stars, like, <laughs> like, come on. Anyway, but no, it, it is very good. I am excited about the third one. Anyway, so that was, that's my first runner up. So yes, we're on the same page on that one. You know, cause we're cousins. We, we feel each other's feelings. Got a so, vibe. Of course. Yeah. Um, I, okay. So I wasn't planning on doing this, but like I said, since you did several, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about one more. Another runner up that I, I. I'm glad. I'm glad you did two runners up because I was actually, I was kind of in the toss up about this game for game of the year, and I'm, uh, I'm glad I actually kind of give it, get to give it an honorable mention now. And after talking about what a pussy I was for Resident <laughs> Evil Two, you're gonna think like, wow, you are a pussy. Well, after Animal Crossing, yeah, no, <laughs> I'm not an Animal Crossing person, but hey, I'm not, I'm not gonna go to. I, I'm, I'm, I have nothing against it. I'm just not into it. Um. That was a rabbit hole. But um, I'm going to have to give another runner-up mention to uh, Luigi's Mansion 3. Oh, I got that one. I yeah. have not played it yet. I highly recommend it. Oh, and man. you know what? It's it's It sucks that Nintendo has this reputation for these, like, kitty games because mm. 
And 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 make no mistake, Luigi's Mansion is definitely like a a child friendly game mm. for sure. Of course. But this game, it's so it's so good looking. It's one of the best looking games on the Switch like really? to date. It's it's phenomenal. Even in handheld mode, it look it uh, just it looks like an an animated film. Really, um, and all the animations like of Luigi himself and everything, they're fantastic. I hi- like definitely play this. What game. about the mechanics though? That's what the, the biggest mechanics thing. are. Good, okay. not perfect, but like they're they're good. Like from a Nintendo standpoint, you can expect that to be like probably a cut above the rest. Okay. That's but still they're good. not as good as like some of other Nintendo stuff. But I still think that they're I don't I feel like I shouldn't have said any of that because that probably all comes off wrong. <laughs> but no, it is the physics in this game are unreal. First okay. of all, if you have OCD like I do, you will spend so much of your life sucking everything up. I'm just going to pause for a fact. <laughs> so um, I legitimately, I couldn't not leave. I couldn't leave a nook on it, like unsucked. <laughs> but um, it's just, it's, it's, it's a game that's built heavily off of physics engine. That's something that Nintendo has been doing a lot lately, but um, there's actually like, I don't want to like spoil anything, but there's like a, a, basically each level of the hotel that you access, which not, now that I say that out loud, we, it's not really a mansion. So, well, I guess it's a mansion. We can anyway. So, each level, each floor that you go to is um, a completely different theme, and mm. they get really cool. Okay, and one of which um, is more of a uh, like a deserty theme without like saying anything. Um, okay, and the physics in there like you actually like suck up the sand and form everything it, it, like oh, you think to yourself that's it, pretty neat it's, it's looks so current gen that you'd be surprised that this is running on the switch but it looks so good um and it's a very fun game and the other thing that i really appreciate about it it's actually more difficult than some of their games that they release so i was actually surprised how many times i died hmm. um but the other thing was uh, they brought back that that old school like just bosses like really interesting fun thematic bosses okay. that it, even the last boss presented enough of a challenge and i was just really really um satisfied like all the way through that game um it will it will tickle your ocd a little bit in like a bad way but that being said right. it's i can't recommend that game and i feel like it's like a sleeper sort of like a sleeper game of the year contender you got me kind of jazzed to pick that one up and play it i have it I, sitting in my back burner catalog and I, I might bump it up a little bit yeah definitely definitely play the, i've never even played one or two okay so for those listening oh, that same, like want to like i'm in the same boat so yeah I, I i had like no interest in this game but then like the more i saw it i was like oh okay and then i played this i was like this is i think i even tweeted it i was like this might be the best game of 2019 that i've played um but anyway but it's a runner-up because i thought more about that but Mm. um but it is it is a fantastic game and i highly recommend you play it but um um anyway so now we'll move on so we did our runners up Mm -hmm. and let's actually talk about the cream of the crop though what was your actual game of the year uh, it's been put out there a little bit, but I honestly thought uh, I was. It better be a good one because I'm going to make fun of it if it's not. Oh, Jedi Fallen Order, so you can attack me in the Star Wars fan base. Uh, 
I'm just no, kidding. I, um, That's a very good game. It, uh, there's a lot of reasons behind it, honestly, because uh, EA and their bastardly. Oh wait, ways. wait, wait, wait. Oh, you're actually that that you're being yeah, honest. Okay, I okay. Honest, no, yeah. I thought I thought you were saying that. The like, no, being. I don't know why I thought you were saying that as a joke. That makes me sound like a horrible person. That's okay. It's no, you're gonna, you're gonna get so much hate from all the Star Wars I fans. I am literally gonna get shit on. Yeah. Um. No, I, I thought it. Um. I think it was just partially some of the. Uh, My dog just entered the room. If you can hear some pitter patter. <laughs> Um, I think it was just partially that, that wanting to have that satiation of a good Star Wars game. Yeah. EA. You're, can I can I point something out? You're yeah. saying some pretty big words for being drinking. I'm I know, just, right? I, I actually have a dictionary in front of me right now. I are wanna, you? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, um, with Star Wars Battlefront being the hot mess uh, pile of garbage that it was, and only if there's Star Wars games, you know, coming out and teasing that, you know, true Star Wars narrative that people wanted to mm. play. And I've been craving that for a long time. They finally, you know, did it right with a weird mm. but interesting mixture of that Soulsborne-esque save point, respawn the enemies. The, the storyline was good. They didn't go too hard into it. Um, and I'm not going to give too much for spoilers, but, you know, it, it, you know, mechanically even, the fighting in the game was... It, it wasn't very much like, you know, you see other Star Wars games, there's like two guys with Nerf noodles slapping each other and hoping mm. one hits you. The, the lightsaber combat was actually mechanically very good. And huh. with the skill tree, are very RPG-esque, yeah. it, it gave that, you know, exact craving that I've been wanting for a long time. And I don't know why it's taken them so long to figure this out. But they did it, and, it, it, you know, it, it did well for me. Well, that was um, Respawn? Did yes. Respawn that did that? So, were they the ones? I might be completely off here, but were they the ones that were working on that like Uncharted style Star Wars game? And I think so. It got canceled, and I think they brought was that it back. respawn. I, I think you might be right. Okay, well let 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 the record show that we don't know that for sure. But anyway, well, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So I will say, and you know, I I have played Jedi Fallen Order, and I actually. Wasn't as super kind to it, in my, in my, <laughs> <laughs> to put it lightly. Um, here's the thing, and 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 this is my only. Qu- well, you know, I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not challenging. No, like, if yeah. that's your game of the year, it's your game. Of the, my thought, my my problem that I had with that game personally was just the um, the actual like controls kind of felt like st- stickier than I would want it, and I found so many glitches in the AI that I wasn't fond of. I. But I will say that I really did like where it was going. I do think that it is the best Star Wars game that we've seen in a while. But I think, and 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 I was sort of, uh, my thought was that like everyone was sort of putting it on this pedestal because it was the best Star Wars game in a while. But that's almost like not saying much. Um, You're right. I, I agree with that. I think uh, if there was other past Star Wars games that even held a candle to this one, this one I think wouldn't have shined so brightly. Yeah. And, and you're right. I think it wouldn't have stuck out as much as it did. And there is that kind of fandom base, I guess you could say, that uh, propped it up on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. And I do do honestly think that if there was anything similar out there that would have satiated that urge even before this happened, I think this would have been a middle-of-ground game, a game for the year. But I think just if they finally caved and did the right thing. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, yeah. the no microtransactions goes a long way for EA. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I, you know, I, like... And and that's the other thing is like I think that it is a good game. Like I, I like I'm I'm very critical, like um. But I do think that it is a good game. I just 
I wasn't as invested in it as other people uh, were just simply from the control standpoint. Like to me, it almost sort of felt like it was trying to copy Uncharted, but it didn't do it quite as well mm. as Uncharted. But that being said, um, I did like it. But then again, I'm also one of the assholes out there that did like uh, Battlefront, like the first oh, one. The, yeah. Not the second one. Okay. Fuck the second one. Okay. The first one was good uh, until everyone started rocking the DL44 handgun. That just fucking wrecked the game. But until then, I thought Battlefront was a pretty good game. Like, yes, it lacks the multiplier stuff, but I thought, I don't know. I guess I, that's, I know, that's, I, that's I, as far as I, I can go. agree. I can agree. Uh, for an arena-based shooter, they, they had a little bit of something going there, but the balance of the game, like you said, was pretty terrible once they released certain weapon systems into it. Yeah. Um, um, so sweet. So that's your game of the year. Yeah. Hopefully next year is a better one. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? It's, you know, the, the, the more I look into the year, uh, the more I realize that there were a lot of actors. And actually I was initially thinking that I was going to make game of the year. Um, my like Luigi's Mansion, my game of the year. But hmm. and then I and then I realized what other games came out that year, and then I thought about it more. So my game of the year, which may shock you, hmm. but also might not shock you, is an is another Nintendo game. My dog's back in the room. <laughs> um, Mario Maker Two. Really? Yeah, I was. Okay, so there might be a lot of people out there. That um, that'll say something like, "Well, you know, the first one it's not much better than the first. I don't fucking know about any of that shit." But here's the thing, I don't, I don't care. I didn't have a Wii U, so like I didn't get to experience the first Mario Maker. So this was the first experience that I had, and I honestly, I thought to myself that I wasn't going to get that involved, especially in the maker aspects of it. I thought like, oh, my, my thinking was I'm going to go play Unlimited Mario Maker from a bunch of more creative people than me that make really neat shit. And, and first off, mm -hmm. it has that. It is, it's an endless Mario game, like, like classic Mario. Okay. Like okay. even even using like the more 3D art styles, it has that like retro sort of 2D platformer effect. Um, and actually the ones that I favor are the more retro ones, like the Super Mario World themes. Um, it's a lot of fun, but, um, they have a single campaign, a single player campaign in that game. And it's surprisingly great. Um, but even more so is then you start getting online and you just, you can download some of the most ridiculous shit. I don't know how some people have this amount of time. Like I remember when me and you were kids, remember we used to play like RPG maker and shit Absolutely. like that. We used to build shit <laughs> like inappropriate shit, but still like, even then I don't feel like we had the time that <laughs> some of these people seem to have that make this, but you know what? I congratulate them for it. And I support it because it creates a lot of cool content. Gives for you us a fix. Play. It is way better than I was expecting it to be. The online features suck. Or at least they they have. I, I I know they've done some updates, but they're they're not great. Um, but it's great, and even the single camp player campaign was fantastic. But what really surprised me was how much fun the maker aspect of it was. And I actually ended up making like four or five levels. And I know that that's like nothing compared to what a lot of people do with it. But for me, I didn't even know if I was going to make one, mm. and I just made them sort of consecutively. And I just had that sort of like 
as you do, you try to make the most ridiculous shit that no one can beat. Um, and then you just laugh at all the tries and fails that everyone plays it for. Um, but it was great. And then like uh, other friends that you have that have the game, you can say, hey, check out my level and you can send it to them through a code. Kind of sounded almost Happy Wheels, the indie game where people would build, I know, it's, it's a rough comparison, yeah. but people would build a lot of levels yeah. and let people try them out and make it the most elaborate things. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like it's like any Maker game. I mean, even RPG Maker, as I referenced a bit ago, you could, you could kind of relate it to that where it's just like you're making a Mario game. Um, and... I, I just had a ton of fun with that game. And it, like when, if I look back at 2019, because that's what this is all about, like, right? Like the game of the year is like what you really, really just enjoyed and, 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 and thinking about it from a gamer perspective. Like that game brought me more fun than any other game, like on a consistent basis. Um, like I don't think I played like a single level that wasn't, a good time and like even even the simple ones like there there's some really inventive shit on there too like some people like there's this guy that made like a tennis game <laughs> and it's like it fucking blows my mind that like people think of this shit but you know what it's fun and uh it's another one if you haven't picked it up i highly recommend it even even if if nothing else if you did nothing but play the single player levels it's still worth it there's like a hundred plus Wow. Single player campaigns and they're all like pretty neat. Like stuff you wouldn't see in a traditional Mario game either, which is really cool. So if you like that old school 3D platforming game and yeah. I it actually took me back because I didn't realize that that was I almost thought that that was a 28 game 18 game there for a minute, but uh, it was really good. There's there's some other games I could give some shout outs to, but you know, so if you didn't hear something out there and you're thinking about typing something, like fuck off, you know. But I gotta give it. I gotta give it to Mario Maker too. All right, man. That was a good choice. Yeah. So we got some. I think we got some time. I think we should. You know what? Actually, before we start talking about decade, mm-hmm. so before we get into that route, okay. Were there any? Um, if you can recall, were there any like? Did you have any like uh, like games that just like biggest disappointments of the year? Is there anything that oh. just missed the mark for you? Oh, that's that's an easy one for me. Uh, <clears throat> and if you listen to this channel enough, you'll begin to know my fetish for mechs and anything mech-like, Ooh. anything giant robot-y. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, Anthem. Anthem broke my heart this year. Yeah, I An- think that broke a lot of people's oh, hearts. My, and, yeah. My God. Words. Whoever made the decision in that game to separate the maps that mm. shatters your immersion when you're flying around in a giant mech suit, oh, I... I I wish terrible things upon that person because <laughs> really uh, that was just a poor decision uh, game-wise. Even you know, e- even if you just had a seamless map, I could have probably tolerated the garbage story that came along with it. So, oh, man, that was the rough mm. one for me. And, well, <clears throat> I don't think you're alone in that one. I'm, isn't, I think I'm pretty sure the fucking developer, like, didn't they, like, quit? They, like, I shut it so. down? I think so. And that's when you... That's when you know it's going wrong. Well, and oh man, that was hot off the heels off of like uh, uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, they're, Destiny. That, that, That's that, not the they same labeled developer. that game as the game to to challenge Destiny Two and take the reins over Anthem. from it. Yes, mm, and thanks. yeah, you saw all that worked out really well. Yeah, they built it up too high. It's kind of like Sea of Thieves. Mm-hmm. Ooh, oh you God. know what? That's a good. Yeah, excellent if you had a, a runner-up. Yeah, <laughs> for disappointment of the year, Sea of Thieves might be one of them. Um. 
I I know we were looking forward to that game. You know yeah. what, Anthem? I think I said it from the beginning. Like when that game announced, I said, "Well, we'll see." <laughs> and, then, and then whenever it went down, I was like, "Well, yeah." You know, uh, I feel like that's actually a very big theme that I'm sure you'll hear as we keep these things going. Is um, you know, games this generation are like a lot of like hype and promise, and then just under deliveries, which is which is you know, it's it's very sad because some of them really do so. And I, to its credit, I will mm. say. Because um, I did play a little bit of Anthem when it first came out. Mm-hmm. And it was in that, like, beta form. And the controls were surprisingly really, really good. Um, and that's just something that, uh, unfortunately, is a problem today in uh, today's day and age. But um, but I thought Anthem handled it uh, pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I would say any other – before I, like – Cut you off? No, uh, no, no. Cut you off. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, anyway, I, so my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, go ahead. No, you got me. I'm, I'm done. I broke. You broke me. Okay. Because <laughs> nobody wanted to know anyway. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and destroy myself publicly here. Well, I know that this is a divisive game, but if there's, I'm either gonna get destroyed or applauded. Probably destroyed or nothing because no one probably knows we exist yet. But hey, my biggest disappointment of the year, Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, I know a lot of people that are pissed about that one. Yeah. You know what? And I can comfortably say that because I was a humongous fan of the first two, like the mainline series. All those off-brand fucking spinoff games. I tried a couple of them. I don't, I don't fucking care. Like, you know, like, and I don't want you to like, some of those games are like 3DS games and shit. They're like, don't fucking disperse. Oh, I'm milking it for yeah, all it's like, worth. I, like I, I played it on, I played the original two on the PS2 and that's where like I stopped, but I loved them. And I remember when I was a fucking kid, mm-hmm. you know, that was like, I, I could not, I remember the trailer. For that, for three, when I was a kid, like the tease or whatever it was, <laughs> and here we are, like fifteen years later. Ten years later, yeah, and and they release it, and I I played like I full disclosure, I haven't beat that game because I don't fucking care to beat that game because it sucks, and I'm sorry to say that, but it just it sucks because. The, even the sound design is like like nothing's right, but like they put all this like modern, you know, like. Conf- Fetty throughout the whole fucking experience. Like you can't, like it used to be a pretty simple like battle system, but now it's like they got to have like a bajillion different little special effects things that you can do because that's what everybody needs nowadays. Um, and on top of that, the um, the story was, I mean, I know that that's like sort of a running gag with that game, but this mm-hmm. time around it was like, ugh, like it was really lacking. And just the, 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 oh my gosh, the writing, the writing in this game was horrible. Anyway, I could go, I could go I, on about this game for like 10 minutes and how disappointing it was to me, but like, just understand before you take your pants off and piss on me that I was a, I was really looking forward to this game. Like I was really hyped about it. I personally know several people that were waiting what it felt like a good quarter of their life that's, for, a, that's for, exactly yeah, for what it this is, yeah. game to come out, and they had you can imagine placing your hopes for that long on something, yeah, and for it to fall on its face. So I don't know, I don't know, 
in, in the manner that it did. Kind of like my life story. Yeah, man. exactly. <laughs> um, it's just, I don't know. I, I, I can't imagine how that feels. I've never been that emotionally invested in a series to see it like, I don't know, just kick you in the teeth like that. But yeah, I, 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 I can't imagine how that felt. Yeah. So, fuck that game. I, I you know what? And I, if I had a runner-up, since we were kind of like marginally talking about runners-up, um, you know what else disappointed me this year? Hmm. Medieval remake. Oh yeah, yeah. I I agree with that one. Too. Did you play it? Yeah, I I, I tried. I did the demo, and I oh. thought I, I thought that was uh, I I. I I tried with him the demo, it just didn't felt right. Something yeah. about it didn't feel yeah. right. And yeah. I couldn't put my finger on it. I was like, I went to the store and I found it. I was like, $30. I was like really excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got back at home. I played it for like 10 minutes. I said, fuck this game. I can't. It, like, it's just, it like kept the PS2 controls and it just doesn't translate to today's standards. And mm-hmm. like, I know like Crash Bandicoot, like the insane trilogy, yeah. fell into that same category. But um, but at least that like that was like a platformer that like it still worked. It was still fine. Um, this one like being like a full three D moving environment like uh uh-uh. uh it, it just didn't work as well. And or I don't know like me I I I don't remember that game as well as I remember the Crash Bandicoots being younger. But I do remember really liking the old ones. But it just it just didn't translate. So that's my runner up. But anyway, yeah, I think I think you know what we got some time. Let's lead into let's talk about the decade. If you're up for it. Sure. Why Good. not? Yeah. Um, so, and we, uh, like, understandably, we missed the boat here because, you know, it's after New Year's. We get it. So this is all previous game of the year, previous decade. All right, calm down. The relevancy is gone. Yeah, it's gone. That's all right. So, 10 years. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. Can you even remember all the games you played in the past 10 years? No. No, I absolutely cannot. That's because your Alzheimer's is kicking in, you old fuck. Early on, said dementia. (laughs) (laughs) So, from what you do remember, Mm -hmm. what about, uh, what's your game of the decade? You know what? Let's do runner-up on that, that too. uh, Runner-up on game of the decade. And how how about we keep it the one this time, asshole? Okay. Uh, um, I know not many people have played this, and... uh, it limited content, but I think they're going to keep building on the game. But I actually liked Mordhau. I know it sound weird. Ah, uh, is that the one? That's it, the one with the medieval times. Yeah, it, it. You were telling me about this. This is a PC too, right? PC game. This guy, indie developer. Um, and a lot of people go, "Why the hell is he picking Mordhau?" Well, you might start learning things about. Is that me, how you pronounce it? Mordhau. Yeah, it, Mordhau. I think it's actually German uh, for kill striker or something like that. I don't yeah. know, but. I'm a sucker for games that have very little to do mechanically, but if you master the mechanics, Hmm. it really sets you leaps and bounds ahead of other players. And the way they mechanically made this game with the parries and like bluff hits and things like that, uh, and graphically, I thought it was a very beautiful game. Um, They have enough content in it to keep you interested, multiplayer, you know, PvP based. Hmm. But really, if you got good at this game, you know, it was something like a sight to behold how good people get in this game. Yeah. But I thought that, uh, you know, you know, from left field, but uh, Mordhau, I thought, was a terrific kind of like runner-up game. And I, I'm a sucker for indie games, too. So you might see kind of like that side of me wow. come out. What do you think? So I'm actually going to uh, mention a game that I feel like doesn't get 
I mean, I guess it does. Like it's it's got a lot of awards and everything as it is, but I just feel like it's not talked about nearly as much as it should be. Mm-hmm. Um and that is Rocket League. Mm. Yeah. Game of the decade. It's probably one of the games that I play more than anything else. I love Rocket League. And and that and I had no intention of ever loving this game as much as I did, by the way. You and your fiance yeah. were the ones that even like you were the guy you were the people that told me about this game mm-hmm. i had never heard of this until you mentioned it and then you showed me like videos of it on like the playstation store or something like that. i remember that i remember thinking well that sounds neat <laughs> yeah when you hear about it, you're like oh but like you know like like it sounded marginally neat like I, I was like okay i'll check it out but i'm not gonna like i wasn't taking it seriously but then i saw the videos and i thought okay let, we'll try it then I, the moment I played that game, I was I was hooked. I was I was fucking I was terrible at it, and that's like part of what made it so great is like how bad I was at it mm. initially. Um, and then it's like as you keep with it and you get better, and it's just like it's so it's it's like tooth it's like a it's like fucking like carrot cake. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Like it's like here's two things. Like I, I I, I fucking I hate. Like I'm not well. I don't hate. I'm just. I'm not a fan of soccer or football. But at the same time, I, like I don't hate it. But I'm just. I'm not a fan. And I. I like. I'm completely against like like racing is something I also don't get. Like cars. I'm. Not, I'm just not that into cars. I mean, I'm. I'm a fucking. I play video games. I'm not. <laughs> come on. <laughs> um, but this combined those two things and made something just delicious you know like i've i don't even i don't even know like i know that i had like 200 some hours on like the xbox version and i'm sure that that fucking like pales in comparison to what i have on like switch and pc (laughs) so i have more hours in this than i'd like to talk about but like it's it's so simple but the controls are so it's you know what it is it's like it's like as close that I can think of to like perfection mechanically. Mm-hmm. Like there's no real dips. There's no problems with it. It 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 functions perfectly. It's another one of those games where if you get good at the simple mechanics of it, you get amazing. Yeah. And when I first like started to fly through the air and shit, it was like it's like fucking Nirvana, Uterpia. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying I'm drinking. But that game just I th- I just feel like it deserves to be talked about more often than it is, even though it's very popular in the esports world. Like I still feel like it's underrepresented, and I highly recommend anyone that hasn't played it to play it now. Um, I mean, there's there's other games that I could, uh, you know, like give give reference to, but like, but Rocket League is just like when I think of like literally any person I talk to, even if they're a non gamer. Mm-hmm. If I say, look, if you're not even a, if you're not even a gamer, check out Rocket League. Like it's it's that, it's that like universally like interesting. Um, anyway, I mean this is a lot of time to spend on like a runner up, but like yeah. I just I felt like I wanted to give some airtime to that game because it's it's fantastic. And and the other thing is it's it's like twenty. It's usually on sale depending on what you get it at. You can get it as like cheap as like ten dollars. Absolutely like 10 to 20 dollars and then all of the microtransactions that are involved it's all cosmetic you don't need a you don't need a, any of it 
And they constantly release free updates and like free like new game styles and everything. And it's it's just such a it's such a great game. And I just I can't recommend it enough. Um, so that's why I got it. I, it's not my favorite game of the decade, obviously. And you already know what my favorite game of the decade yeah, is. Yeah, you know but, that's coming. But I, I just I need to talk about it because like it's just it's wonderful. Um so let's move on to the actual Let's move on to the the uh, big the, one. the big one game of the decade. What you got? The fuck you. All right. You so, uh, and it's so easy. I think I, I find AAA games is kind of a cop out. To be honest, you know, yeah. there's um, and it's it's so easy, you know, to look at like you know Spider Man's anything from EA, anything from Activision. Well, if you're giving anything to EA for Game of the Decade, well, shame on no, you. No, no, I'm not actually. Um, okay. uh, um, <laughs> and and this is gonna sound weird because there's so many other games that are just absolutely terrific. But uh, if you look just philosophically at this game mm. and what it means and deep. the content that was in it all around, uh, it meant a lot to me. And it's gonna sound crazy, but hear me out. Hellblade, send you a sacrifice too. <laughs> Hellblade oh, Senua's Sacrifice. Wow. And hear me out. Uh, this was a game made by any developer with the sole ambition to mm. look like and rival a AAA game on a low budget. Yeah. Proving that you don't have to have these massive budgets to create a beautiful game, first of all. Secondly, well, first of all, they, they were able to do it. They, I, I believe they accomplished it. Anyone who play the game, you can't tell me the game isn't an attractive game. Yeah. Secondly, I haven't seen a game handle um, such dark content, as, such as mental illness, mm. in such an interesting way. Um, the mechanics even were interesting. Um, you know, it was a very you know slash and roll, mm -hmm. but there was a very it was very puzzle, and, and I, people would argue the puzzles were a little repetitious, and I, I agree with that. But they the way they kind of moved it all together. And, um, and the content they were able to bring forth in this game and treat it in such a serious way, but also in a beautiful way at the very end. And I won't give the, I won't give the, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I wasn't laughing yeah. at you. I just yeah. farted and it smells like popcorn. Yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, the way that the end ending wrap up wraps up, I, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it, it's interesting. And fortunately we're going to see, uh, a second one coming up next year which I look forward to seeing yeah. how they're going to kind of, you know, go on from that ending, which can I thought I, was a good. Can I say something about yeah. that real quick? Yeah. Now that you brought that up. Yeah. Okay. So, so they premiered the, the series X at the game awards mm -hmm. this year. And, uh, and then they followed it up with the, the premiere of Hellblade two, yeah. which of course, naturally it's going to get a lot of hype. And I, I completely respect that. And mm -hmm. by the way, Hellblade is, is a fantastic game, especially with headphones. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> What they did with the voices was amazing. It's, it's incredible. Um, but you know what bothers me? Mm. Is people that saw the Hellblade 2 trailer mm. and they started like typing their little fat finger comments. <laughs> um, oh, it looks so good. The game looks so good. You know what? It doesn't look like anything. Mm. Okay. It's, it doesn't exist. So everybody just needs to calm down about Hellblade 2. I agree. We can speculate mm. based on the first one that it, it's probably going to be a good game. 
but we're, you know, it's, it's speculation at this point. And and in-game engine, you know, quote unquote engine graphics that they're showing, we don't really know what that means or represents just yet. So I would just say that everybody just needs to calm down for a second. I'm very interested to learn more. And I'm very excited. Yeah. But it doesn't look good. It doesn't look like anything. Um, I'm just interested to learn more. Anyway, I'm sorry. I just felt like I had to interject that because I like I see so much, so much of that sort of like everybody jumps on something initially and it's like, wait, wait a minute. Um anyway. Yeah, the hype jump, I, I agree. The hype jump people get from just seeing a simple trailer is a little ridiculous. Yeah. Um not I mean the visuals look good. And yeah. if they do look like that yeah. in game, then that's gonna be fucking like I mean, I don't want graphics to ever get better than that. Yeah. Because that's that's pretty I mean, much I don't even know if I want graphics to be that good. Might get PTSD from watching people. You like, really <laughs> might like like killing people will be a like they. You think the government regulates shit now? Yeah, <laughs> like they're gonna get involved. Yeah. Um. All right. So Hellblade. Sorry. Go ahead. No. I, 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 like I said, um, I'll just cap off on that. I just I think just be- between like I said, cap off philosophically. They took a small team of people and made a beautiful game, showing you don't have to have a budget of a AAA game to make something mm. beautiful. To handle such a, a piece of you know heavy content like that, you get a little more booze. It's the whiskey, <laughs> but to handle such a piece of content like that, this episode brought to you by Elijah Craig, smooth Elijah Craig, mm. and uh, just the way that they with the surround sound, everything. Um, like all games, it has a little bit of its ticks. You know, some of the puzzles were a little bit repetitious, but I thought you know to take all that and wrap it up from such a small yeah. developer. I actually wish hopefully. it was longer. Absolutely, yeah. I, I agree. I, and and I think, and I'm not actually going to say anything negative about that game, especially being an indie developer. Yeah. I mean, they they really did a fantastic job. And you know what? It's funny that you talk about triple um, uh, A indies, mm-hmm. all this kind of shit, um, because you know what? I was um, I actually had just recently. I it was it was it was a runner up for Game of the Year 2018, which is surprising, but I had just played it this year yeah and beat it which is uh celeste oh that was a beautiful game yeah i mean it's it's there's so many of these 2d art style games Mm. and but it it trans like i mean the thing about it is i actually told somebody about that game and they said well you know i I think i'm over 2d games at this point i I remember thinking i felt like so bad for a minute because i'm like oh man you're missing out on something just because of that like like it's such I think I think we are reaching a point where like people are finally starting to get it and that indie developers they have more freedoms to publish and create these games out there. And I I think sometimes it's 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 a shame that some of these indie titles get overlooked. Um but um like even look at a game like Divinity Sin, like original Sin 2. You know, oh, like that yeah, was, that's another good example. Uh, I mean, I guess was that THQ? Uh, Fuck. I think it I'm gonna sound been, yeah. I'm gonna sound stupid. Yeah. Um I don't know. But whoever did I, I think why do I think it was THQ? I don't know. I'm or sure was we'll get that, was that Oblivion? Obsidian, I mean. Obsidian? Is that Obsidian? Uh, Doesn't matter. The power of Google. It's a great. It's a great game. And even you know what? Like we didn't talk about it, but another game that's um, Outer Worlds was a, was a fantastic. Uh, oh, what game. a great! You know, it almost fit hand in glove with their take on the Fallout series, mm. and it felt very reminiscent of that. That was what a uh, New Vegas, correct? Yeah. Um, it felt well, Obsidian. 
They were involved in New Vegas, were they mm. not? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Okay. They, that's why, it, it, like I said, it felt very reminiscent of it. Yeah. Um, uh, also, it was a little bit of a shorter game. I heard a little rumor you can beat it in like an hour or two. Someone yeah, like, they, were, they, were, they were doing a developer yeah. Uh, did you? I don't know if you've seen any of those. They're actually kind of fun to watch, but they're the developer. Um, um, see, so now the booze is kicking out. I'm like losing my words. Uh, the the developer commentary yes. on speed runs, and someone beat it in like fucking like 16 minutes. Yeah. And it was neat though, because the developers were like, "Wow, I didn't think you could do that." And but they're all about it, which is I, yeah. they seem like a genuine company, which is really cool. I, I, um, I agree. I agree. They uh, they uh, the looter uh, choice based system um, Cyberpunk is another one coming in the future ooh. that uh, it's got that same kind of feel to it. I, I guarantee you that it's going to be that big question web consequence. That's CD Project Red, right? Yep, and uh, people love that shit. They yeah. love that. If I choose to do this, someone's going to die in chapter two that I didn't expect. Yeah. Uh, but I, I like that stuff. It's pretty cool. Seeing your consequences. Um, good game hearkening back was The Witcher. I tried being mm. the best guy in the world in Witcher 3, and I still ended up killing people with my choices. So kind of funny. But, you know, just seeing that consequence-based web is always a good part of a game. All you wanted to do in that game was fuck bitches and kill That's people. what That's Geralt it. does. <laughs> Geralt penetrates monsters and women. Okay? And if you see the... You know, series. That's basically what he does. Uh, that's yeah. basically what he does. That's Geralt. <laughs> All right. You ready for what you already know is my game of the decade? Yeah, yeah. Just, just throw it out there. Let it die on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, I, I have, I have referenced this game probably a bajillion in one time. He's swapped all those porno magazines out with images of this game. Yeah, that's. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Let me have this. Um. All right, my game of the decade is Breath of the Wild. Oh yeah, but yes, a Zelda game. I know everyone. This this has been beaten to death. I get it, but listen, hear me now, okay? And by the way, no, you know what? I'm not even gonna go down. <laughs> okay, so this. Okay, so let me explain something. So. I think well, I had two games from my childhood that were like next level. If you could, if you like, for lack of a better term, they were, they were games that like truly impacted my, like my life as not just a gamer, but like, like it actually like impacted me as like a person. Mm. And, um, one of which was the millennial choice of, you know, Ocarina of Time. And the other one, not Majora's Mask. Hey, that was a that was a fantastic <laughs> game too, and and you know what? No, no, I'm not gonna. <laughs> no, I, I'm baiting him. I feel him, like I'm I already him. need so much time I'm to talk baiting about baiting him into going this video. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one of which was Ocarina of Time because although Majora's Mask was a fantastic game, I don't think it quite has the same level of completion, pacing, and everything else that Ocarina had. But it was – I can understand why a lot of people love that one. Anyway, I'm done. Okay, that's going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> um, the other one was uh, – Link's Awakening. Yeah. No, that was a great game too. Anyway, uh, the other one was um, uh, Final Fantasy VII. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was actually my, and this is probably why, mm-hmm. but that was my first Final Fantasy game, go figure. But it was also um, one of the f- first RPGs I probably ever played, like JRPGs. That sounds about right. Um, but those two games had a giant impact. And I would say Ocarina maybe a little bit more so, um, just in the fact of like 
how the, the world, like how that world impacted me from like the start to finish. Like even like, like when you hit, like trigger the power button on the N64, there's cartridges, like they load instantly. Yeah. And in the first few moments of that game, you have that like piano overtone and this like fucking horse galloping in with like Link. And I was like, ah, like I was just, I was taken from the first second that I turned that game on. The immersion had you. It had. Um, but that game just had, you know what? I watched a video at some point. I don't remember who made this video, so I can't give credit on it. And I apologize for that. But they said, uh, I think they said the game had perfect pacing. And I think that that is such a, hmm. a, a brilliant way to describe um, Ocarina of Time. It is just perfect pacing. Um, but um, yeah, it, but essentially it had such a, it had this like level of magic to it, right? Like, and, and, and that's something that I feel like, like we, like when we're kids, like back in my day, my day, you know, um, we used to, we would play these games and we would get immersed into them. And then we sort of like chase that dragon as we get older, right? Like I agree we, with that. We try to find games that sort of fill that void that we had when we were children. Um, but I think the problem with that, that we realize as we grow up is we realize that the world is shit. You know, like when <laughs> you're a game kid, is garbage. Yeah. Like when you're a little tyke, you're like, oh man, everything's great. Like dragons could be real, you know, like whatever it is, like there's just, there's magic in the world. And then when you get older, you're like, everything fucking sucks. I have to pay money for this. Gotta, yeah. <laughs> like everything sucks. So, so like, and I think part of that is because you, you also sort of, um, you you remember those games for what they were, but you also remember that time period that you're living in, right? You remember your friends, you remember your activities, all the things that you used to do. And um, and so as you get older, naturally, like you get more interested in in you know adult things like sex and cocaine, you know, like the, <laughs> the typicals. So <laughs> talk about chasing that dragon. Yes, of course, of course, don't do sex, of course. That's what we're trying to say. You know, cocaine's safe. So um, so in any case. Um, I feel like I finally like realized that at some point in time, I came to the conclusion that, okay, I realized that that's an un unrealistic goal to ever get back is to ever get that magic. But then I played this beautiful, wonderful, sexy game called breath of the wild in 2017. And, and mind you, and this is the best way to play this game. I did not know like anything about this game. I didn't, I didn't, I only like researched like, like minor things like, the name and like i saw like some images but i didn't really like watch anything about it and i think that that go that that could be the difference between you know uh whether you feel like this is like a great game or like you know whatever i think you hit a nail on the head there uh, a lot of us especially with this hype generation mm. we walk into games with these expectations there's too much information out there's there. too much information and expectations and you have this image in your head that this game is yeah. going to be dot 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 yeah and when it's not it turns from dot 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 into garbage yeah and that's why like honestly like final fantasy games mm -hmm. and zelda games those are like the two games that i don't I don't research much on because I want to be surprised as, as lame as that may sound. It's probably um, for the best, to be honest. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's lame. It's fine. You can call me on I've, No, I've, I've been brutalized. No, by, it's lame. Okay. <laughs> I've been brutalized by <laughs> hype. Like how many times? Uh, sea of Thieves. Yes. The, the Division 2 is kind of eh, about that too. Just all these, I fell for hype subsequently several times and it's a real mm -hmm. kick in the teeth every time. So let, well, and that being said, let me say, that it all, it was within about an hour 
of playing Breath of the Wild Mm -hmm. that I realized that that game was a masterpiece because that game gave me, it, it, it delivered on that sense of magic that mm. I did not think was possible to achieve in my adult life. I thought that that was something that could only be experienced in your childhood, you know, like everything's amazing kind of experience. But, but that game hit the same, hit me in the same kind of feels that those original games gave me um, because, and I think that this is where like some people might differ on it, but that game is first and foremost, it's all about exploration. Right. It's not it's it doesn't have a great story. It has a passable story at best. Um, It's not the most difficult. It might start out kind of tough, but then it gets easy. But it's all about the journey and not the destination. And when I think back about that, I sunk like 200 some hours into that game. And there's like I can't even think of like a minute that I didn't have a good time playing it. And it was like every like when I think back about it, it's it's like. I think about all the stupid moments. Like I, I remember one time when I shield surfed down a mount, like down a snowy mountain. And then that's when I realized that shield surfing like gets damaged when you're on hard surfaces and it <laughs> shattered against a rock. And I just went ragdolling to my death <laughs> while wolves attacked me. It was like the funniest thing. And then I also remember when I took a, a horse down a hill too fast <laughs> And he, like, we lost control, and I fell off the horse, and the fucking horse starts fucking <laughs> somersault. And Something about ragdolling. He falls off a cliff, and he drowns in the water as I watch. <laughs> and that was the most disturbing thing. <laughs> and yet, hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's those moments that, like, I just, I like, you can't really experience that much. Like, the mechanics, the physics, and everything that's in that game, it's unlike anything else that I have experienced in not just, you know, the year, but, and not just even the decade, but it's unlike anything I experienced since childhood. Yeah. All right. I, I, I can see that. I can see that. Um, and so that's why it gets my game of the decade. And I'm all, and you know, what's funny. It's because like, I feel like it's so easy to point out that game's flaws because it's not perfect, but it's easy to focus on the flaws because there's so much good in it. That like when I think about the flaws in that game, I think about, yeah, well, this is bad and I can't wait for it to get better. But when I think of the flaws of other games, I think, ah, the fucking controls or whatever it is. But I am very excited and I cannot wait to see what they do with Breath of the Wild 2 sequel that's been announced. Maybe it's much like the Mona Lisa, bangable from a distance, really mm. attractive, but you really don't want to stare at her too long because you start looking at little cracks in her face. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. And that is exactly why I'm not allowed back in the uh, art museum. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, that's um, that's my game of the decade. I could talk for a long period of time about it. But I know that we're running out of time here. So, um, if you haven't, like, you haven't actually played Breath of the Wild. Which, by the way, seems no, like, a, been like resisting. a giant sin to me. I but, know. I, I think um, I'm just doing it just to hurt you at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so those are, uh, those are our thoughts. If you, uh, if you agree, great. If you disagree, fuck you, you're wrong. (laughs) Um, but no, so thank you for tuning in. This has been our first podcast and, uh, 
you know, what an epic one it has been. And uh, we play a lot of games together, so um, we're going to be getting a Twitch channel together soon where we actually sit down and you can uh, watch us. Shit talk um, each just, other into oblivion. Just, oh, yeah, just shit all over. <laughs> you think, you know... I think we've been pre- we've been pretty good to each other in this for this this was you know, like kind of like a nice ease into the podcast. Um, next episode, I think we're gonna talk a little bit about um, PC gaming. All right, let's talk about PC gaming. All right, see you next time. All right, cheers, cheers. cheers.